everyone, and welcome to Fake Ritual, the mini-sode, your mini-guide to pop culture and the occult. I am your regular-sized host, and with me today is my longtime friend, as well as Pittsburgh musician and all-around horror hound, Albert C. Hall. Hello, Albert. This is the sound of my voice. There he is. Well, would you do the honor of telling the listeners what movie you picked and perhaps why? We're going to talk about uh, 2017's Hagazusa, A Heathen's Curse, directed by uh, Lucas Feigelfeld. I think it's his first movie. It's a witch movie. It's a, it, it's got some very uh, occult over overtones, not undertones. Um, and yeah, I watched it for the first time, I think, around like Halloween of 2019. And I just never stopped thinking about it. It's stuck with me forever. It's, it's so it jarring and yes. beautiful. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it definitely sticks with you for many reasons. But this is a good point in the show to drop a spoiler alert as well as a content warning. Big content warning. As witches were accused of some fucked up shit back in the day, this movie includes some fucked up shit along the lines of child molestation, light bestiality, sexual assault, infanticide, and cannibalism. So if... Kind of in that order, too. uh, Yeah, I actually wrote them (laughs) down in the order. I mean, and who knows what we're going to talk about here, and we're going to do our best to be tactful, but just a heads up to everyone, this is a fucked up movie but also a beautiful movie. Mm -hmm. And let me just hit the folks with a quick synopsis here in case they don't know what the movie is and they don't give a fuck about spoilers and they're just diving right in. In a remote Alpine village in the 15th century, the orphan Albrum grows up to become a marked woman, the scapegoat of ancient superstitions and monstrous misogyny. This self-styled witch begins to assert her otherworldly birthright. The plague she conjures makes human cruelty look pathetic and small by comparison. I intentionally chose a very punched-up synopsis. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> it's a this is a slow burn movie, but in order to get through the film in a timely manner, I decided a little game we could play. I am going to read the reviews that pop up in the trailer when you watch it and we'll use them to figure out what we want to say because podcasters are inherently lazy and unprepared my pages and pages and pages of notes uh beg to differ but <laughs> get, getting getting a uh, podcast uh, guests are not underprepared <laughs> that's the I was thing just just getting a streamlined uh yeah pipeline for for this uh will help so. Well, yeah, let's 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 put those notes to use. So review number one pops up on the screen. A spooky, stylish, spellbinding debut. And as we said, it is the the first feature film of Lucas Fiegelfeld, his his student, his film school final project, essentially. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's just kind of like a German punk dude. Yeah, he's he seemed like like somebody we would be friends with in the interviews that I saw of him. He's very well-spoken and, and uh, um, knows what he's talking about. It was uh, 
refreshing. I didn't I didn't know what to expect with a movie that's so uh, artsy, you know, mm-hmm. and and paced, and if he could be like severely up his own ass, and he's not. That was really refreshing. All right, uh, a mind blowing. Uh, Did you have something else? Oh no, just to. Not to understate how beautiful this movie is, like the shots of the Alps uh, in Austria. It's just yes, he consulted his cinematographer. They they looked at paintings. Wow, probably from you know the 16th century, but you definitely get that vibe with these. They look fake. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to coin a term. That. A mind-blowingly creepy folk horror. All right, resident horror hound Albert <laughs> Hall. What do you think of that? Um, I was thinking about, actually, thinking about like folk horror and stuff, and I don't know if I have like a huge breadth of knowledge of folk horror in general, but whenever I find it, I do enjoy it. Um, it's basically uh, a doom metal album in film form. I mean, the, the, the soundtrack with MMMD uh, is just drone the entire time. Yeah, drone cello. <laughs> uh, I, watch, I watch everything with the closed caption, and it's just every, like, 30 seconds would come up intense theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's certainly... <laughs> It works. It's really, really effective. It does. I was jamming it this morning while I was making coffee, and I kept having moments of, what is that sound? Are it's the like, pipes freezing? Right, yeah. <laughs> Just like a never-ending like, cello or like a bow on a gu- like electric guitar or something. I have no idea, but it's yeah, that's great. Well, speaking of folk horror, this next review is very apropos. A moody, atmospheric masterpiece reminiscent of The Witch. Um, Which was, I believe, a 2015 yeah. movie? Uh, it's actually really funny. In the, the interview I saw with Lucas uh, Feigelfeld, he... Um, We're going to... Are you saying Feigelfeld well, and I'm saying Feigelfeld? Yeah, well, he's German and the yes. F-E-I, the, the second letter is, is accented, so it would be okay. Feigelfeld. But anyway, if Lucas, if you're listening, we, that's pretty love, cool. <laughs> big fan. Love your big work. Fan. Yeah. Um, the oh, so Lucas said uh, that he's in production of this movie originally titled Haxen, which is uh, German oh. for witch. And also in a 20s silent film. Yeah. Uh, right. About witchcraft. Very right. highly recommended. Great. Great stuff. Um, and then the witch comes out and he's like, mother. Fucker. Uh, <laughs> so, thinking. Yeah, and it's like very similar, like obviously different time periods, but still brooding witch movie. Yeah. Um, well, it's just so he uh, changed the name to Hagazusa, and I think it's a better name. Yeah, which is German for witch or an old German word. Yeah, like for old witch. high German. Yeah. And I suppose now, I was reading now, it's sort of used just for anyone that is spiritual or. You know, kind of like we use the word witch in America. Well, well and like in a roundabout way, you get hag. Out of that, that too. Yes. Yes. Um, but with the witch uh, and talking to uh, my wife, Devin, previous guest of the podcast, um, 
if you've seen The Witch, it's, you know, like a woman who is not per se a witch. There's nothing that they're doing that is paranormal. Uh, but everybody forces them to be a witch, you know, yes. like <laughs> it's like no Basically, matter what I'm they become say, what you yeah, it's, are telling me I am. Exactly. There's no way out, but through it seems there's, there are different movies. So there's different turns, but that like main theme I thought was really interesting. And the fact that people call this movie Hagazusa and that movie, the witch, they both have subtitles, which the witch is a new England folk tale, which yes. that, being a supernatural is towards the end you see supernatural movie <laughs> and uh but Hagazusa's subtitle is a heathen's curse and this story of Albrun being a heathen being like in the sense of the word a a person without uh like apart from Christianity like the whole movie she is ostracized by the the town by the community um and said to be cursed because of the way that her mother dies she becomes very sick and uh in the beginning of the movie when she is a little girl and uh the priest comes and and checks her out and sees the what do you call those i believe they're called bubos the boils from the Hence plague bubonic plague bubos um, and, and so the priest just leaves seeing that there's nothing that can be done. Yeah, what a fuck, man. It was really Those brutal. Those times were brutal. He just looks at the nurse, it shakes does a little his shake head. his head, and then and you they... just hear the door. He's out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so shortly thereafter, the mother starts to lose her mind entirely. Yeah. She's, she's not eating. She's looking paler and this you know could be perceived as a curse that that has come down on her and then eventually after some questionable interactions between her and her daughter Albert uh starts screaming and and flailing and Albert hides and she runs out into the the winter into the snow and then i suppose the the next day Albert goes and finds her mother dead in a swamp covered in uh, snakes cov covered in snakes yeah so and it's just like these are the themes uh that that really drive the like heathen's curse yeah um, and very similar to the witch it's it seems that the filmmakers did their research mm -hmm. these these are based on claims from the times of witch hunts the, namely the 16th and 17th century in europe these are the claims people made about Right. what witches were doing and i i appreciate hagazusa kind of showing you what it would be like on the receiving end of that well and just uh with the witch being um a new england folktale i heard somebody describe it as like a a puritan's nightmare whereas mm. so like if you're watching that movie and you're imagining like this is what they think is happening but when you watch the movie, it is what's happening. You yes. know what I mean? So like in their mind, this is like their worst fears realized. Whereas when you're watching Hagazusa, it does seem more literal and real. And like, this is how they treat this woman who is a heathen. You know, she's, she's without 
Christ or, or what, whatever. And, and yeah, like Christ or from, whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ostracized from the community and, and made to be that person. So like what they think or whatever, you know, they think is happening isn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that where enter mental illness, enter malnutrition, enter unknown diseases. I mean, there's so many reasons that somebody that's living atop a smaller mountain in the Alps by themselves is going to lose their fucking mind, especially when the townsfolk are saying, fuck you. And the one, the one woman who befriends her comes, gives her an apple religious allegory and Mm -hmm. like takes her and, and stops the, the children in the town from, you know, throwing things at her and calling her names and Albrun for seemingly the first time sees the good in a person and, and accepts kindness. And what does that woman do? She leads her into a field to be raped by her husband. Yeah. Or some fucking local just scumbag essentially. Um, and yeah, so that just like crushes anything that any hope, any shred of, and then she goes back to her cottage where she keeps her goats her goats the only thing in her life that that you know is sustenance is you know anything are all killed they're all murdered yes also something that we haven't uh touched on yet is the fact that she has a child oh yes (laughs) she has very integral to the story she has a baby in the like when as soon as we see her as an adult she has this baby and you see that the the baby is having trouble uh latching for for for, Mm -hmm. to breastfeed and um so you you see that and you think that well then the only nourishment that the child will be receiving is probably goat's milk or you know so Now that these goats are dead, she has no nourishment, but the baby doesn't either. And yeah, the whole desperation thing sets that, in exactly, and that's where it like that's when that switch gets flipped, yeah. and she goes full like, "You want me to be a witch? Let's fucking go!" <laughs> yeah, know? and this comes to the next review: visceral and unforgiving, and this movie is exactly that. Her desperation drives her to murder her child in a bog, in a and, and terrifyingly beautiful scene. In uh, this, in, so she comes back after the terrible thing happens with the with that man. Um, she runs back to her house first to the baby. She sees the baby. The baby is fine, and then she goes to the the. Uh, barn to find Mm -hmm. the dead the dead goats um i did see there is a lot of like speculative Uh, i I was reading stuff and videos and tutting and fucking rolling my eyes at all that so it's there's a whole lot of of interpretation here and i think uh we'll issue that 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 can be your thing to to digest as you watch yeah it makes me feel very david lynch and like ah there is no meaning it's just right it's a movie like the meaning is what well in the in you watch in that that interview terrible david lynch impression it was fine (laughs) the um 
the interview I saw with the director, he kind of had the same idea. It's like when you reach a certain point and you have that desperation, you know, like the things like you can't exactly trust what you see and, and things like that. Like it does get psychedelic in that after she leaves the barn, she goes and she, she swaddles the, the child, her child and goes into the woods and is foraging maybe or she she sits and she looks and she sees some mushrooms that are like riddled with maggots Mm -hmm. and she she picks a a mushroom and eats it and then falls asleep with the baby and then wakes up tripping her fucking face off Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's when she goes down to the swamp where her mother died yes yes so she goes down to that swamp and then slowly walks into the water and looks down at her baby while still hallucinating and is mortified. And then it pans back or it cuts back. And, and then this, she, this actress can look mortified. Oh, yeah. She's so expressive. I think uh, we talked before recording and I think she maybe has 10 lines. In but the her whole film. eyes. Yeah. Or a fucking hundred page script it's an incredible she's she's got such a a look about her alexandra quen she's a polish Polish actress um so she walks into the water you hear the baby drown and then she walks the rest of the way into the water and this is where it turns into like a like a very visually psychedelic uh, scene where like the, you can't really see what's happening. The water is like, there's, there's like uh, underwater vegetation and then blood starts to come out. And then like the the vegetation. Yeah. Yeah, Right. The screen fills with blood and then cut to, she crawls her way out of the swamp, which, which I heard as, you know, it's like a rebirth. Yes. Because, that vegetation you see for a moment, it sort of becomes what looks like a fetus. It 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 right. coagulates and starts to kind of pulse as if yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah, right. cue her right. crawling out, crawling home, only to discover in a moment of clarity what she's done. Oh, yeah. Then she's like, oh, I'm not tripping anymore. My baby is dead. And what do you, what do, you do when... You know, you've you've drowned your baby in a bog because we've, the we've townsfolk. All, we've all, we've been, all there. been there. We've all been it there. It happens. What do you do? Uh, do you, you know. Put it in the soup. Or, you put it in the soup. Put it in the soup. You put it in the soup. <laughs> Whoa. And you eat it. That, ugh. Ugh. I was. <laughs> Erica. They make it me... look so vile. <laughs> right when that scene came on last night, Erica came upstairs and was like, do you want the rest of my orange juice mixed with pineapple juice? And I took it and then was just kind of like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no pulp. But that uh, that brings me to the final review. And this is a good place to kind of wrap it up and also bring in my shitty David Lynch impression. There we go. A medieval feminized eraser head. And it is very Eraserhead in its yeah. use of the infant as kind of this plot device. Right. How they treat this child kind of reflects what the fuck's going on in their head. You just feel so bad for her. <laughs> yeah. she it's doesn't, not a feel-good movie. Folks. She doesn't deserve everything that 
happens. Like they're yeah, it's a slow just so rotten. Yeah, it's a slow uh, degradation. Yeah, and it's it starts bad. Like she's never in a really good spot. No. I mean, she she's got her goats, she's got her baby, but like things aren't great. <laughs> she's still currently ostracized by the the, the town by the yeah. community. A heathen's curse, and yeah. it ends in oh, fire. So, yeah, so she she eats the child, vomits violently, turns visually turns into her mother. Yes, uh, like what, before she dies, she the she hears the screams. She's she's yelling for Alvin, and much like her mother, runs out of the cabin. But instead of running to the swamp, runs to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And you see her in a far shot, and she lays down and bursts into flames. And that's the only thing in the movie that I would say could be perceived as supernatural. Yes. Oh, yeah. also, if we're hitting the beats of the movie, it's very important to know that after, uh, bef- before she goes and takes the mushrooms, she uh, takes a dead rat and yeah. throws it throws it into the water supply of this this community and then pisses on the rat and everybody in the town dies so she does mm-hmm. exact her revenge which that was is, a good for her moment th- that's why i wanted to circle back to that like she Absolutely. does get she does get him which felt good yeah uh, and on that piss rat note that... just can't can't say enough about hagazusa a heathen's curse it's so good it's not so good i can't it's really hard to recommend yes this just... isn't this isn't a review show this is no. an, uh, just a uh you know what what kind of weird shit was going on in this movie show so if any of that strikes your fancy or you're I... adventurous in your film viewing definitely take a look I hope we did it justice. I I like it so much. I respect the the director and the writer so much. Like, it's uh, beautiful. Well, fuck yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, I was about to thank you, and I will thank you again. Thank you for being on the show. Is (laughs) there any way that the listeners can follow you or anything you want to promote? Uh, On Instagram, at ghost underscore tropic. uh, Yeah, that's it. Cool. All right, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fake Ritual and on Twitter at Fake Ritual Blog. Visit us at www.fakeritual.com and email us at fake.ritual.inc at gmail.com with any suggestions or spooky stories or anything cool enough to get you on the show. Thank you again for listening, and remember, don't cook your baby. Don't. Don't put it in the soup. Just eat the soup. It doesn't need baby in it. I do love soup.